Initialize sequence. Yo, what up? This is Prozac. This is Shaq's too dope from Insane Cloud Posse. Oh, yeah, this is Reese. Yo, this be the one them called Tech Nine. What's up? This is Mad Child. This is your boy Spider Man, aka Brother Lynch. Huh? Jared from Head PE. Yo, what up? This is Hop. My name is Recognized. This is Boondock. Yo, this Blaze, you dare homie. Welcome to the Underground, Australia's home of underground music. What is up and welcome to episode 14 of the Underground Amped. It is Ned, joined by Amin Azor over the line. Amin, how are you, man? Going good, good sir. It's uh, been 14, man. That's ripping through these episodes. And we got a big guest today as well. The man, the one and only, the game Triple H. I caught up in him a little bit earlier in the week and we'll replay the you at the end of this uh, pod as we normally do. Yeah, and what do you think about that, Jay? What do you think about Triple H on the show? This podcast <laughs> is just going downhill. <laughs> Come on, Earth. <laughs> 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 I just said off air, we've, we've had to drag him in on a work night. He's got the night off, you know, once in a while and we've had to bring him into the studio and he's clearly not happy about it. Uh, okay, let's rewind that. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> do you want to have another go at that, Herbs? <laughs> I'll tell you what, man, you know, it is, it's, now some might sort of say the great big mouth of Westside is someone like, you know, what does he add to the show? What does he add? But you really know that he's missing. He's a great big mouth boy. <laughs> Completely <not>. true. <laughs> that is true, Holmes, yeah, the modest man. <laughs> Exactly. So, in times of need, sometimes you need a backup. That's exactly right, man. So, I might as well just shut my account down for oh, oh, my God. Jay. That's not that bad. Say that, Jay. Relax, man. <laughs> just use a little bit of common sense. Oh, man. Well, there you have it. Fitzy, you're here as well, man. You're in with the great big mouth of Westside. It's good to have him back in the studio, dude. It sort of feels a bit empty when the big fella's not with us. Yeah. But uh, it's good to have him back sitting next to me where he belongs. That is... Completely, completely true. true. <laughs> yeah, thanks <laughs> again. Hey. I'll tell you what, though. Like we, as we said, we have done fourteen episodes of the podcast, and I think we're going from strength to strength. And we're just getting better and better. But, you know, I'd be interested to know what Jacel Herbert thinks has been happening about the podcast. Raiders, baby! Yeah, very good point there, Jay. Yeah, I know. It's almost NFL season. I'm getting pretty pumped about <laughs> my fantasy team. So, Herbs is obviously getting in the spirit as well. Okay, oh. let's rewind that. <laughs> you can say it again if you want to. <laughs> the good old JLH. But, yes, as you mentioned, Nim, you are about to catch up with Triple H. This show is going to be a big one, possibly the biggest guest yet Mm. and what do you discuss with him man well what's really cool is there's a guy a former nrl player by the name of daniel zito he used to play for the brisbane broncos he used to play for the canberra raiders he's a young gun but for whatever reason he decided you know what i'm going to hang up the boots and now he's going to be pursuing a career in the wwe oh look out what's happening now the wwe is reaching out because obviously as we've mentioned numerous times australia is quite a fair bit away from the state so the wwe have now launched a website if you go to wwperformancecenter.com you can actually apply to be a WWE superstar, which is something that our boy Jace L. Herbert would do. And uh, Jay, what do you think of this website? I mean, if you had the chance to do this, hang on, I almost, I almost uh, forgot what I was saying there. So if only I could rewind what I was. <laughs> 
Okay, let's rewind that. Very kind of you, Jay. Thanks so much, man. But So, Jay, wait. I just want to ask Jay another question there while we've got him, uh, Nims. Jay, is it true that you are going to become a pro wrestler and wear nothing but a bikini G-string thong for the ladies? Completely true. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there we go. Any previews on how he's going to walk out onto the stage? or? Raiders, baby! <laughs> Oh, okay. okay, well, yeah, keep them on, please. Everyone Just use a little bit of common sense. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Herb. Come on, Jay. You know, the man speaks a lot of truth, doesn't he? So we'll talk about Triple H. Basically, the, the gist of it is, when you think about it, when you're an elite sportsman, like, for example, let's look at the best A team for an ASL football team. Like, if you were number 19 on that team, or number 20, you're still an elite athlete, aren't you? But uh, Well, yeah, true. Yep. Uh, so, essentially, the WWE have put the call out there to saying, look, just because you might not have made it in the big times, you're still very talented, and maybe you should try uh, sports entertainment. Yeah, definitely, man. That's cool to see an Aussie getting amongst it, too, and like you've spoken about on previous episodes, like, it's great to see the uh, list of talent that we have over there in the WWE now, and this looks like it's going to be even more so, man. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> nah, good times, man. Well, we will also preview the NBA Finals. We're going to ask for some recommendations, and we've got a bunch of other things to discuss as well, Nims, but we're going to jump right into those NBA Finals. Herbs, anything to say? Okay, let's rewind that. <laughs> oh, it just doesn't get old. <laughs> it just doesn't uh, get old. <laughs> Uh, let us know, man. Game three went down today. It did, and the uh, Warriors were able to hang on again. Another uh, commanding win over the Cleveland Cavaliers, of course. And I think the uh, the spirit of the Cavs is almost broken. I don't, don't know about you guys, but no one's come back from three zip down to win a series. And I think it's uh, it's game over now. Done and dusted. The great Tony Sleep said to me just last night, he said, bring out the brooms, Ned. It's yep. going to be a sweep. <laughs> sweep. And I thought, no, I'm still going to stick with my 4-1. I think the Cavs will grab the next one. I just can't see LeBron getting swept, but they'll win it at home when they yeah, go back. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a tough one. But here's, here's one for you, Nettie. I mean, LeBron's made it to eight straight finals. He's won three of those. Does that sort of hinder his chances of matching Michael Jordan? Now, everyone brings up the LeBron-Jordan thing. Jordan went to six finals. He won six. LeBron's been to eight and won three. Yeah. Do you now think that puts LeBron back a couple of pegs? It's a big argument in the NBA community at the moment, but what do you reckon? Yeah, well, what do you think? Because I've got my opinions on this one. It's like comparing apples to oranges, really. Because, like, look at this. How do you reckon Michael Jordan, though, would go if, let's face it, the rest of his teammates were a bunch of spuds? He had Pippen, he had Rodman. And I think I've said this to you before. When the worst player on your team is Tony Kukoc, look, you're doing all right, aren't you? Yeah, but having said that, I wouldn't say that the Cavs are a terrible team. He's got some good role players around him. He basically threw a bit of a tantrum earlier on in yeah. the year, and and they totally rebuilt around it. Like you know, yeah, like, well, he, he oh, loves lost, no. Yeah, yeah, and he lost one last year with you know Kyrie Irving in the team as well. So it's it's a, I guess it's similar support players. I mean, like what Nims are saying, like Jordan was lucky to have Pippen, who was a star in his own right. But they yeah. did have a few role players. They had the right role players the right mix for those two three-peats. But, um, 100%. And when you talk about the LeBron successful years, what were happening then, they were absolutely cooking with that big three. Like, there was... Exactly. You had Wade and Nims's buddy, Chris Bosh. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's hard to compare, though, because, I mean, they were talking about it now. I mean, like, it, it, for LeBron James to get swept in an NBA Finals, like, that's got to cut him back. Like, really. Yeah, and the thing is, is I'm not, like, a massive... Like, my word means nothing when 
it comes to talking basketball. But I just think, yeah, LeBron, he's getting it done in the East. Yeah. I'd like to see him go over to the West and get a team in yep. that division yep. because that is a big, big difference. Yeah, like, I know, I know. And I mean, the other thing is I was reading today about LeBron. Apparently, the Warriors are interested in talking to him. God, could you imagine if he wow. man, worked his way onto that roster? Obviously, the other guy's going to have to take massive pay cuts, which I think Curry and Thompson already have, but can you imagine if they could fit him into that roster? It wouldn't even be worth watching NBA next season with yeah, LeBron that, on the Warriors. That would be unbelievable. I remember when Durant signed, we're like, yeah. how much flack did he cop <laughs> for that? Imagine if LeBron, LeBron was there. Like, well, here's a conspiracy theory, and, and Nims, you might be able to weigh in on this one as well. They reckon that LeBron's going to go to a team next year. He's going to leave the Cavs, so the Cavs can tank for a couple of seasons and, and draft his son, and then LeBron can come back to Cleveland and play with his son. That's the conspiracy oh, theory I read yeah. today. Herbs, this podcast is just going downhill. Okay. Herbs, have you got any thoughts about LeBron James at all? Any comments? or Just use a little bit of common sense. I suppose well, that, yeah. It does make sense. Yeah, if you want to play with his son, you're going to have to let him get drafted to your team. <laughs> Completely true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that is that is as you said, Jay, completely true. But uh, you know, Nettie and Fitz, speaking of rumors, I did happen to see the odds, and apparently, you know, like there are still odds that uh, he will stay in Cleveland. But Nettie, you talk about maybe heading over to a team out west. The Los Angeles Lakers seems like a nice little fit there. Yeah, you wouldn't be too disappointed about mm. that, would you, Nim? Like that was one of the teams he was rumored to, and I was just seeing yesterday as well the Celtics. Yeah, did you see that? Yeah, imagine him coming back to Boston and taking over Kyrie's team again. Oh, like, Kyrie would be just that? like, no. <laughs> he's going to take a long walk off the flat Earth, and yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Cracked. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen there, but yeah, they're done in this series. They're completely done. No way, no, they're coming back. No, unfortunately, there for LeBron. But you know, these things happen. LeBron's already going to go down as one of the greats. Like, he sure is a lot of people in this day and age. And this is something, I don't know if I brought this up with you or just around the office, but you often sort of think LeBron has something else to put up with that Michael Jordan never had to. And that is people with direct access to to him, as in like personal social media. Oh yeah, with their social medias and whatnot. Things like that. Now, can you imagine what Michael Jordan, who's had, you know, his share of off-field controversies and tragedies too, and a lot of rumour and innuendo and things like that, in this sort of age, like, how would he cope? That's actually a very, very very good good point, point, because there was a lot of rumours getting around about MJ and all this sort of thing, which we won't go into. We won't go into. I like that. Put that down for next next month, I reckon. MJ conspiracies, because there's definitely a few for Yeah, there is. I've heard a few. Yeah, the reason he returned to basketball and stuff like this. Yeah. And could you imagine, and and really, we can't, the one fundamental thing that we can't compare LeBron and MJ is because LeBron has never decided to play baseball. Until he does, (laughs) we can truly find out who is the better player and the better athlete. Well, I think it's always going to go to Jordan because he was on Space Jam, man. Yeah, yeah. It comes down to it. Like, if you can lead them against the Monstars, get that (laughs) job done. Hey, remember, we did hear that rumour that uh, LeBron would be starring in Space Jam 2. Yeah, I I remember that. There was a poster about him. I don't know what happened to that either. It's another thing to look into. Yeah, but I mean, just to sort of finalise, that topic. I mean, Herbs, do you have any comments at all about LeBron James? Any thoughts? Yeah, looking like an absolute sourpuss. Yeah, you're not <laughs> yeah, wrong, well, man. Pretty much. He will be by the end of the week when they've lost that final series. But hey, just, just as a side note, you know um, that meme that's been going on. Well, it's not a meme, but just that that picture 
of LeBron and JR at the end of oh, yes. <laughs> Did anyone else look at that picture and picture Jay going, Oh, you're an idiot, JR! <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. Completely true. <laughs> yeah, it is yeah. completely true. He would have done that. Yeah, he would have ex- absolutely done that. Yeah, poor old JR. And like I said in the last week, I honestly feel if the Cavs had won that game, it would have been a completely different series. Like yeah, you just, that was their chance. At the same time, too, I also said the Celtics uh, might make it through to the finals. And, you know, either way. I still reckon that... Actually, I think it might have been you that said that, Nettie. This might be one of the last times that we do see... I was going to say Lakers versus Celtics playoffs. I mean, because I'm stuck in 1989. <laughs> but, uh, so am I. That's why I think that Jordan's better. <laughs> it's a good year, that one. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think that this might be... Yes, it is the fourth time we've seen these two teams go head-to-head. But uh, we have sort of seen a lot of other teams rise throughout this entire playoff season and that could carry to next year. You never know. That's it, exactly. And if LeBron does go to the Golden State Warriors, mm. we may see LeBron and Steph in the final yeah, series, John. That. Wow. I don't really want to imagine that because no, actually, as good as what the Golden State Warriors are now, I don't hate them. Yep. And like I've got to that stage with many teams over the years, So, but I've still got a, a love for those guys because yep. they built that team. They did. Kind of, you know, with Durant was a little bit different, but apart from Durant, yeah, they, they built that they team. They built it the whole way around, didn't they? Exactly. Yeah, 100%. And hey, can, I quick, can I quickly point out something else? Because uh, even though all eyes are on the NBA final, there are some other finals that are going on at the moment, and that is the Stanley Cup final in the NHL. And the reason I want to bring it up is because the Vegas Golden Knights yeah. are down 3-1, which uh, we have seen teams come back from 3-1 down. But the fact that this is the Vegas Golden Knights' first ever season in the NHL and they have made it through to the Stanley Cup playoffs, I don't know if this has ever happened before. Like yeah. Their first ever season in sport, they get into essentially the grand final. Yeah, that is yeah. crazy Pretty right amazing. there. I actually didn't even know that because I don't follow it, but when we were in the States earlier in the year, that whole city is behind those Golden yeah. Knights, man. The, yeah, because the, when you think about it, that is literally, it is literally the Vegas Golden Knights are the only team. Raiders, baby! Not Herbs. yet, Jay. Yeah. Not we'll get yet. to that in a sec. But they are literally the only team to represent Las Vegas, Nevada. There is no other team. Yeah, it's, um, Raiders, baby! Yeah, Herbs, I'll bring it up soon. soon. It's um, exactly because obviously the uh, Oakland Raiders are going to move over to Las Vegas as well. So I'd say that the reception they've had from the hockey team is just going to make it even better when they've got a football team there as well. Yeah, especially me. when they've got that giant and great big mouth of Westside. Uh, <laughs> it's a pity that he didn't jump on board the uh, Vegas Golden Knights team. We, we might uh, look, Jay. Would you consider jumping, or are you just uh, the one team? Just use a little bit of common sense. You I right. suppose. I mean, if he's if he's Vegas, he's Vegas, right? <laughs> he's all about the Vegas man. Like I, I don't know. Probably forced out a dump or whatever. It's like. <laughs> Okay, that was random and a good way to switch things up. Thank you for that, Nim. We have spoken about it in the previous weeks. Gmo Ski's heading out here in just a couple of weeks' times. Those VOP packs are going quick from Magic Ninja Australia. And you can pick up the tickets as well from the Underground Australia. Getting right behind this one, Nim. But I wanted to tell you both a story. <laughs> one of Johnny's buddies printed yeah. these GMO skis flats out for us that you can get signed as part of the VIP pack, right? Mm-hmm. And I went and picked them up today. And he says to me, he's like, oh, what are you going to go use these for? And I said, <laughs> I said, yeah, we, we've got a rapper coming over and he's doing some meet and greets and these are a part of a VIP pack and, you know, people can sign them and whatnot. And he just didn't say a word. <laughs> 
I paid and left. Oh, wow. It was so odd. It was just like JL Herbert. I was just like, okay. As he left, did he go, I'm thinking. I was waiting for it, man. I'm like so used to being ignored oh, anyway man. because of Jay. Completely true. Yeah, yeah thanks, Herbs. That's actually pretty good. He probably just didn't understand a word that came out of your mouth. Yeah, I'm I, guessing. I actually think he had no idea what I was talking about and just was like, get out yep, now. Out you go. <laughs> but it's kind of funny because they've printed off a lot of random stuff for us and I can't imagine what they'd be thinking half the time. But I just walked out and I go, he asked a question he didn't want to know the answer for. <laughs> yeah. And then I said, well, it's probably the coolest thing they've ever printed yeah, in that building apart absolutely. from our previous podcast posters and whatnot. Absolutely. If only they knew exactly what it was going to they could come down, get a free sponsor's ticket or something like that and <laughs> come along to the show. I could just see really that dude there. I wouldn't want to have a conversation with him because it might be a little bit one-sided if that's the case. <laughs> well, if we introduce him to Herbs, same deal. Yeah, exactly. Just sit there. <laughs> Yeah, that would be like if a tree falls in the wood, does anything happen? <laughs> that guy, is there a conversation? If you ask Jason Herbert a question, does anything happen? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Completely true. Yeah, no, yeah, Herbs. Well, well done, Herbs. You've been very talkative tonight. I appreciate it. Completely true. <laughs> yes. All right, Nimmy. Well, we are getting to that time of the show. We are going to jump into this awesome interview you've got with Triple H. Running out of time, but I did want to grab a recommendation from both of you guys. Something that you can recommend to the listeners. I ask the guests to do it, so why not ask you two? My closest friends and Jay. I'm thinking! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> it's lucky you oh. read my mind, bro. <laughs> oh, i tell you what. How can I recommend it? On Tuesday night, actually, um, another friend of mine, friend of the show, Sam Flaherty, and I went down to KFC and got their new variety box. That's very good. I highly recommend it. I like that, and I think that's a great time yeah. to plug you guys' little Instagram page that you've got <laughs> happening to Average Blokes. <laughs> yes. Which is basically an F you to the, you know, the Hollywood hunks and whatnot with their six-packs. And their perfect just, bodies. Yeah, 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 yeah. So check it out. We're, uh, we're slowly adding content to it, but that's what we do. We're not afraid to say that we sleep in on weekends and we drink iced coffee and we eat KFC. It's, uh, yeah, it's something uh, it's that Herbs good. doesn't know about being an elite Absolutely athlete. True. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Thanks, Herbs. But I can't recommend it more. Because you know how you might know? You go to KFC and all of their meals are never like, big enough for two people. But this no, one was just perfect. It's, I can't remember exactly what it's called, but it had some chicken strips and uh, a couple of burgers and twisters. I cannot recommend it more. Nice. That does sound box? very good. Is that the five star box? I think it was. I can't remember what it was called now. I really can't, but it's, uh, it's a new one that they've got out. It was really good. What do you think, Herb? This podcast has just gone downhill. Of course. Oh, gee. <laughs> just because we don't recommend going to the Westside Tabaret for friendly service. Completely true. <laughs> okay, come on, man. Jeez. I think Herb needs to get back home. I think he's uh, a I bit restless that, now. That might, might be it, man. But yourself, Nims, we're going to check out that KFC box. I'm going to say the new A Perfect Circle album. It's really good. I'm listening to it a lot, and I, I enjoy it. So, Nims, let's throw it to you, brother. Man, one thing that I am going to recommend is... And this would go great with a variety bucket from KFC. I, I haven't had much time to catch up on NXT because, you know, these, yes. as, you, as you get to be an older gentleman, uh, you seem to be finding less and less hours in the day. And uh, I managed to catch up on some NXT, which is the WWE's developmental program. And uh, Ricochet, who used to be known as Prince Puma back in Lucha Underground. Remember remember uh, back at the Lucha? Uh, oh, most definitely Lucha? do, man. He was one of my favorites. I saw him in the NXT TakeOver New Orleans. Orleans too. Kane Hill opened up as we talked about, and yeah, he's all over it, yeah? Dude, he's in a few 
feud with Velveteen Dream, and it is one of the greatest things you'll ever see. If you can, if you can only watch a handful of matches, maybe you've only got like 15 minutes, and you don't want to sit through an entire hour, I hardly recommend you bring up Ricochet's WWE stuff, because it is the goods. Oh, it most definitely is. As are your interviews, Nims, with WWE legends. We've got one heading your way. Up after this, anything last you guys would like to say? This podcast is just going downhill. Of course. Oh, that summarizes it, I think. I think it does. <laughs> so let's try and end on a good note here because, you know, we've talked about you know, some NHL. We've talked about the NBA Finals. Anything you want to say about American football, maybe, Herbs? You're not 16 anymore, man. That's a bit oh, rude, Herbs. That was very rude, man. Yeah. Very, yeah. very rude. Jeez, yeah. you know, but hey, what can you do? Like, oh, Raiders, baby! That's better. <laughs> Jeez, man, he, he ne- he's not a puppet, man. How many times? He's not just going to just give you a Raiders, baby. <laughs> Need to earn it. You do. Okay, what? Look, here's the thing, Jake. How about we try this again, man? Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll take it back a couple of steps. Is that all right with you? I'm thinking! Yes! <laughs> Probably forced out a dump or what? It was like. Jay thinks he doesn't sound like that. <laughs> <laughs> Sticker and Triple H is heading your way next. Hey, this is WWE Hall of Famer Mick Foley, and you are listening to the Underground. Now, WWE superstars come in all sorts of shapes and forms. Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Bill Goldberg are two people that come to mind that were former athletes, uh, with Bill Goldberg actually being a former Atlanta Falcons NFL player. And we've seen superstars in the WWE now that were former bodybuilders, powerlifters, and MMA fighters. And now, for the first time ever, professional athletes around the globe now have a chance at a direct pathway to the WWE. If you've ever wanted to become a WWE superstar but didn't have any idea on the roadmap to get you there, good news. There's now a way with the new WWE talent recruitment website. And join me to give us some insight. Returning to 1116 SEN once more, please welcome WWE's Executive Vice President of Talent, Live Events, and Creative, Paul Levesque, or better known to us as Triple H. It's all about the game, and how you play it, all about control. Hunter, thanks for joining us on the show. How are you going? Good, how are you? I'm going well, thank you. The new Performance Centre website looks absolutely amazing, and the talent recruitment section on it is a world first. What led you and the WWE to make this pathway for athletes to become WWE superstars? You know, it's funny that athletes from around the globe, it almost, if you're a great athlete, Usually athletics in general is easy for you, right, if you're in that elite class. So when you talk about where our best athletes come from, I can make you a list so diverse, whether that is Olympic athletes from any sport within the Olympics to um, football or soccer, you know, to rugby, to Olympic-level um, strength athletes to powerlifters to then wrestlers to mixed martial artists. I mean, it just runs the gamut of athletic performance. Um, you know, I think that there are certain, you know, sport ventures, athletic pursuits that lend themselves in the physical sense much greater to what we do and that those athletes tend to have larger personalities, which for us, always in the entertainment side of the sports entertainment charisma is king or queen uh so you know if i was to to look you know specifically sports like rugby for us are really interesting 
uh, pools where there are elite athletes at every level um, and the difference between the players that are still playing, the ones that are cut, the ones that didn't quite make the team is minuscule. They're the best athletes in the world. So you see players like Daniel Vidot, who's, who's um, uh, coming in with us now. You know, We're just working through getting the visa process of getting him started, and, and he'll be reporting to the PC uh, full-time very soon, uh, at least that's the plan. Those are the examples of athletes that – come out of a rugby environment, um, larger-than-life, big personalities, but they're used to that physicality, they're used to that daily grind, and they love it, and it, and it's a perfect fit for them. I'm glad you mentioned Daniel Vidot, and for those that don't know, he's a former NRL player for the Canberra Raiders, St. George Illawarra Dragons, and the Brisbane Broncos as well, and it certainly made news here when it was rumoured that he signed. But obviously with this new website, there might be sceptics and critics that might see any athletes that pursue this path as... Uh, not being able to make it or maybe taking a cheap way out. What do you say to any athletes that might be hesitant to take this path to become a WWE superstar? There is this, um, sometimes I think with athletes, the question of, well, but, you know, it's it's entertainment. And, and absolutely it is entertainment. Everything else about it is absolutely real. The money is absolutely real. The athleticism is absolutely real. The grind and the the level of performance art that we do is absolutely real. Um, You know, when you look at athletes from around the globe and how they look at things, athletes are, are entertainers. People pay money to see sports to be entertained. It's what we do as human beings, right? And, and this is no different. The athleticism of it, um, we're storytellers, but the athleticism of it, all of that is real. <clears throat> and I think that for a lot of athletes, um, they understand that. They see that. And I don't think that's a stigma anymore. I don't think that that is even a question anymore. People see the athletic pursuit. They see it as a legitimate um, and and very lucrative, very popular um, you know, form of entertainment. And uh, th- that stigma is, is almost gone now. And, and, you know, every day, like I mentioned, um, Daniel Vidot and, and people like that coming in, it changes the perception. In, in the U.S., Ronda Rousey, you know, looking to us to say, look, this is the career I really wanted. This is the, you know, I feel like the first act of my life was making it in in. Uh, you know, the Olympics and MMA, but it's to get to this point. This is what she has said from the beginning she's always wanted to do, and um, I think she's going to have greater success level at what we do than she has at any point in her career, and she's one of the best fighters in the history of the world. So, you know, um, I don't know that that stigma exists anymore. And really, we've seen before in, say, Australian rules football, for example, that someone who, for whatever reason, couldn't make it through to the top level uh, can have a fulfilling and rewarding career in the state level below or minor leagues, I guess, to give it an American flavor. So pursuing a career as a WWE superstar is no different to that. I mean, it's just a little bit easier now with this talent recruitment site. Absolutely. And, you know, <clears throat> sometimes you, you can be an elite level athlete that, and I'll, I'll equate this to the NFL just because it's a much more familiar environment to me but you can come out of college football in the nfl you can miss your 40 yard dash in camp or the 225 bench press test by a rep or two and that's the difference between you making the team and not making the team 
you know, um, there are there are hundreds, thousands of athletes or more around the world that are world class caliber. You talk about the Olympics. The level of athlete that makes it to the Olympics is incredible, but the ones that are on the alternate team or the ones that just didn't make the cut are at the exact same level almost. So the opportunity for those athletes around the world to um one to to who a lot of them have been fans of this their whole life and you know we hear it a lot man I wish I wish I knew how to get there I would have maybe tried this earlier or you know um it's it's if you're a fan of it and now you have that opportunity you want to take it that allows us to bring in the best athletes from around the globe and really filter through the best of the best now obviously there's a lot more than just logging on and next week you're on raw or smackdown live so what's some of the criteria that we looked at uh, for potential applicants so we look for we look for a lot of things um the, the first and foremost of those things being charisma you know we're looking for the the an amazing athlete, and you see that through the the recruitment process and through the tryout process. We're we're looking for uh, you know the best of the best athletes. But in addition to that, we're looking for the human being first. We're looking for somebody that when they walk into a room, they have that innate ability to uh, take people's uh, attention. That that X factor that draws you to them. We're looking also for during that training process or that tryout process to find emergent leaders. We're looking for people that are going to be leaders and that are going to represent the WWE and themselves in the best possible way. We're looking, you know, WWE as an entertainment property, it's like a big team. Um, so you're, you're really looking for the person that comes in and it's not just about them. It's about supporting um, everyone there. It's about the team. It's about the success of the, the brand and, and the team not just of themselves. So there's a lot of factors that we look for during that process. Um, and it's, it's, uh, it's a very unique situation. If you ever get a chance to come to one of our tryouts, you get to see it. And there's some information on that on the WWE Recruit website. You can go through and, and see some past tryouts and hear testimonials from, from people that have been through them so you can see what to expect if you're an athlete. But it gives you a really great feel of not only what you go through, but what we're looking for and the breakdown of as you go through that tryout, what we're expecting of people. And if it means more Aussies in the WWE, I cannot wait. And we're already seeing now with superstars like Buddy Murphy and the Iconics, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, or even NXT talent like TM61 or Rhea Ripley, that what was once an impossible dream for a kid in, say, Melbourne or Perth to become a WWE superstar, it's actually an achievable one. And I know there's a lot of Aussies that are really, really proud uh, of those superstars that are currently on the roster now? Our fans around the, around the globe uh, for WWE are the best fans in the world. You see that everywhere we go. The loudest, the most passionate fan base around the globe. It's why we have almost a billion social media followers. It's why we uh, have the number one uh, channel, um, sports channel on YouTube. It's why we are, It's why we are who we are. It's why we are the WWE, and it's why athletes from all over the globe are going to sign on to the recruitment website and um, and take a, take a shot at becoming a WWE superstar. It's because of those fans and the reactions and their passion for what we do.
Now, Triple H, before I let you go, it would be really remiss of me not to ask you if we're going to be seeing the WWE head to Australia. We saw a few months ago after WrestleMania the greatest Royal Rumble in Saudi Arabia. So is there any update on for any Aussie members of the WWE universe to seeing our favourite superstars down under? And is there any chance we might get an event like the greatest Royal Rumble soon? I absolutely think that that is a possibility uh, just about anywhere in the globe. You know, the WWE Network... Um, has changed the the way uh, the world views WWE from a pay-per-view standpoint and everything else, and, and it uh, then becomes possible for us to go to various countries, whether that be England, whether that be uh, or or you know Europe, whether that be Australia, Saudi Arabia, Mexico City, Japan. It doesn't matter. We can we can go anywhere in the world. And, and that's something that we're working on. But it's going to take time, and when the time is right, I think you will see those opportunities um, open up in a lot of various places. Well, we'll certainly keep our eyes peeled on it. So Triple H, you've been very, very generous with your time. WWEPerformancecenter.com is the website. Check it out, and you never know. You might be the next Aussie superstar we see on Raw or SmackDown Live. Paul, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much for the time. 